Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska. This is today's Bible class. Short Bible study, but every single day of the week. Seven days a week. Only about 13 minutes each day, but it keeps us in God's Word. And that helps keep us strong in our faith, because faith comes by hearing the Word of God, Romans 10 and verse 17. And it also helps keep us focused on our relationship with God and upon our spiritual lives. You know people in your life who need to turn their lives around, don't you? Who need to get into God's Word. Share these short studies with them every day through Facebook friends, text messages, and other technological means. With family members, friends, work associates, neighbors, with literally everybody you can. You may help somebody turn their life around. You may help somebody come to God. You may help somebody get to heaven. What a great blessing for them and for you. So make that commitment. Start sharing today and every day with everybody you can. We're getting back into our new line of thought and study, and really, this is a continuation of a general theme that we've been focusing on for some time. We're talking about heart problems. Again, if you're just tuning in for the first time during this particular series, we're not talking about that muscle in your, in your chest or organ, however you want to refer to it, that pumps blood through our circulatory system all day long, every day, as long as we live. There are all kinds of physiological heart problems, you know, heart attacks, uh, cardiomyopathy, transverse myelitis, the list goes on and on and on, blockages and everything. But we're talking about something that is more, I think, in a realistic way, more profound and something that has a deeper meaning. We're talking about when somebody says, I believe with all my heart. Well, they're not believing with that muscle in their chest. That's not what they're believing. You know, if you just wanted to simplify it, they're believing with all of their mind. But we can think about it even beyond just our mind. We, we can be thinking about it as this is with all of our being, our mindset, our lifestyle, our emotions, our morality, our soul. That's what we're really talking about when, in, in a fuller sense when we're saying, I believe with all of my heart or I know in my heart. Well... So we, we've been looking at different, at different um, classifications or examples, if you would, of what I've been covering and talking about heart problems. You know, we talked about laziness being a heart problem. A lot of people might not think about it that way, but it is exactly that. And then also we talked about hatred as being a heart problem. And that certainly comes from the heart. We talked about gossip and how people will just, oh, they just love to tell tales about other people. And they just can't wait to find somebody to tell something they've heard about about somebody else. And that's so destructive, both to the individual who is the focus of the gossip, but also to the person who is gossiping, who is gossiping all the time. Well, in this particular section of this series, we're talking about worry, worry, anxiety. It's a heart problem. Now, some people might say, well, I, I'm, you know, I'm not sure I follow that you're talking about these things being a heart problem. How are they a heart problem? Well, again, we're not talking about that muscle in our chest. We're talking about our mindset, our our focus, our conscience, our soul, our spirit our lifestyle, with all of our being. I remember, or I, I keep reminding, 
reminding you of Matthew chapter 15 and verse 18, I'm sorry, verse 19, where Jesus said, for out of the heart proceed evil thoughts, murders, adulteries, fornications, thefts, false witness, blasphemies, out of the heart. Well, what does he mean by out of the heart? He's talking about that is the seedbed. That's where so many of our bad behavior problems originate, our thinking, and so on. Again, not that muscle in the chest, our mindset, our conscience, our lifestyle. What is the focus in our life? Yeah, that's, that's where those bad behaviors, they originate there. And, and he was talking about how some of his apostles were being criticized for eating without washing their hands first. Now, from a you know uh, health perspective, we would say, well, yeah, I think you ought to wash your hands before you eat. But see, the critics were making it a spiritual matter, a sinful kind of thing, or at least suggesting that it could be a sinful kind of thing if you didn't wash your hands before you eat. And Jesus said, understand something. It's not what goes into the mouth that defiles a man. It what, it's what comes out of the mouth that defiles a man or comes out of the heart. So when people start telling lies, when they start using vulgarity, they start using the Lord's name in vain, in, in vulgar, profane ways. See, that? why do they speak that way? Why do they act that way? They've got a heart problem. You see, it comes from the heart, how they've conditioned their heart to think and speak and act. Well, we looked last time at Jesus's rather lengthy, you know, context of scripture here during the Sermon on the Mount that begins in chapter five of the book of Matthew goes all the way through chapter seven. But we focused on verses 25 through 34 of Matthew chapter six. And in this particular immediate context within the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus said, beginning with verse 25, Matthew chapter six, therefore I say to you, do not worry about your life. We worry a lot, don't we? We worry about a whole lot of things that confront us in life. And we worry about a whole lot of things that are not confronting us in life. What if this happens? What if? What, uh, has it happened? No. But what if it does? Look, don't borrow trouble. And we'll get into that more specifically later in this study. But he says, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? We really focus a lot on physical things, don't we? And Jesus is trying to put those physical things into perspective. Your life is not just physical. In fact, the main focus of your life ought to be spiritual. And the governing, driving force in your life ought to be your focus on God and his will for your life. He goes on in verse 26, he says, look at the birds of the air, for they neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. God has provided food for the birds of the air, and they find it and they eat it. And then Jesus says, are you not of more value than they? And of course we are. We're created in God's image with a soul, Genesis chapter 1, verses 26 through 28. And God has put us, or has put all things else that he created, all other life forms, 
under our dominion. Again, that same text of Scripture, Genesis 1, verses 26 and 20, through, through 28. Jesus goes on in verse 27. He says, which of you, by worrying, can add one cubit to his stature? Can you fix anything by worrying about it? In fact, that usually makes the problem worse, doesn't it, in your mind, when you're worrying about it. So he says, so why do you worry about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. And yet I say to you that even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Now, if God so clothes the grass of the field, which today is and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you, O you of little faith? Therefore do not worry, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For after all these things the Gentiles seek. Now that term Gentiles here would be referring to from that particular culture and the mindset of the Jewish people of that day when the scriptures were written, when Jesus was upon this earth almost 2,000 years ago, the Gentiles were the unbelievers. They were the idol worshipers. They did not follow God. They did not believe in God. In fact, a great many of them probably had never even heard of God. And so Jesus says, look, the necessities of life, food, clothing, the Gentiles, even the unbelievers need these things. For your heavenly Father knows that you need all these things. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. God has promised to be with the faith, his faithful followers, with true Christians. And then Jesus concludes, Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow. For tomorrow will worry about its own things. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. I used to live in the Gulf Coast for many years. And beginning about June 1st and going through, I think, toward the end of November is called hurricane season. Now, if you live in Omaha, Nebraska, <laughs> you don't have to worry about hurricanes. But all along the Gulf Coast and all along the eastern coast, and even to some extent along the western coast, you know, there's a different kind of weather, weather pattern that may affect the residents, the businesses, the landscape, and so on along those, because you've got ocean all around. Now, I know some people might say, well, the Gulf of Mexico is not really an ocean. Uh, yeah, it is. It's connected. Where do you think it came from? Just look at the map. Geographically, it's, it, the ocean flows into it, and it has all the characteristics thereof. And so hurricanes develop, and usually when you're down in the Gulf Coast, as it would be called, you're, you're looking at from, say, Florida all the way over to the eastern borders of Mexico and the southern borders of Texas, those hurricanes usually form way out in the Atlantic Ocean, and off, they begin to develop off the coast of Africa. And then they gradually move through the Atlantic Ocean all the way across. And then they may come and hit Florida on the eastern, the eastern uh, coast of Florida. Or they may turn north and go along South Carolina or North Carolina up, up along the Atlantic coast. 
but a lot of times they'll either cross right over the Florida Peninsula or they will skirt around south of the Florida Peninsula. They may hit Cuba, the Bahamas, and then they'll come into the Gulf of Mexico and they'll then be, then they'll they'll hit somewhere along the southern Gulf Coast of our country. I've gone to bed at night and had the the uh, weathermen talk about hurricane such and such is coming across and they're projecting that it it could hit somewhere in our area somewhere during the night or early morning the next day and i've gone to bed at night and woke up the next morning the hurricane turned it went someplace else did not affect us basically well you try to get ready for it while you have the time and then you're ready for it to the best of your ability. Why worry all the time if you've done the best you can and then you've turned it over to God? Please take care of us. If the hurricane comes, it's going to come. If it's going to miss, it's going to miss. And a whole lot of issues of life are like that. And we're not going to fix them by worrying. Well, let's stop here and, take, and, and, and go to our Heavenly Father in prayer. Father, help us to see the ineffectiveness of worrying all the time. Help us to lean upon you and help us to trust you to take care of us, whatever the circumstances may be. Help us to put worry out of our lives. Please forgive us, gracious Father, and hear our prayer in Jesus' name. Amen.